Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right, there we go. Back for hour three. I'm Ron Calgo. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on YouTube Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99 closing, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And we're also on the HomeImprovementUSA.com. And you can find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There we go. If somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? You go to MightyHouse.net and click on the Contact Us page, put in your first, last name, email address, and then click on Boom, Done. Just like that. All right. Just like that. All right, should we go to the phones real quick? Yes, Robbie. Oh, after the phones. Okay. Uh, you got the phones up there, Andrew? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. And it's Rob, uh, I think, from Northbrook. Hey, Rob, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Fine, sir. What's going on? How you doing? All right, here's, well, I'm, yeah, I'm working, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful good. day outside, so it's it's a good day to be out. Yeah. Um, but uh, here's here's my question. Um, I was just looking at a house in uh, Winneka, and they had an addition put on. It's a two-story brick, and they had an addition put on uh, to one side. And what the builder, or the remodeler did, was he put the uh, front door uh, with a uh, wall, and he just butted the wall into the brick of the side of the house. And so what had happened this winter was when it got super cold outside, uh, he had exposed brick on the inside of this wall, exposed brick on the outside, obviously, and right. the inside frosted up sure. the inside of the wall. So somehow yeah, you need a break. thermal break in there. Right. Yeah. And so what do you do? I mean, at this point, because it's got, he only went up one floor, so it's got sort of like a pitched, low-pitched flat roof on top. And then he's got, on one side, he's got two floors. On the other side, he's got two floors. You know, and just in the center is a, a flat roof. But the problem is, is it frosts up. And so the homeowner asked me, he said, hey, what can you do? And I'm like, you know, not, not without I, having to I know what stuff. I, I know what I would do. I would chisel over. all the brick out of the inside and then fill the corner and then fur and drywall is it is the is it the, just the corner that you've got a problem or is it the whole wall that's icing up well it goes like this winter it went about 10 feet from the front wall you know from the new door entry door area wow so it's it's a big deal and you know the brick is the it really looks really nice i mean the exposed brick on the inside when you walk into the foyer it looks really you know Really nice for sure. Archie, you know. Sure. So, so that's the problem. So he's asking me what to do, and I'm like, 
well, I, you know, you could bust out, maybe cut, saw cut the brick, but then, you know, you have to tear the wall down to get to it, you know? Is, and is that a, so, is, is that two bricks wide? Is that what they did? Or three? Is that uh, wall? Uh, no, the the wall they put in front is just a two-by-four wall with siding on it, wood siding. Oh, and then the, so br- the, the brick the is only... The house is brick. Yeah. Yeah, the existing brick to say it's going, you know, north-south. And they got a wall that comes in perpendicular to it, which would be the uh, front door wall now. Got you it. Know? And then they built the addition to the left. And and it's it's just a wood wall with a double door with couple side lights in it and huh. that's now the foyer so on the right side it's all brick the left side it's drywall of the okay. foyer but it looks neat you know the whole wall is exposed on the whole side of what used to be the exterior wall of the house until they enclosed it because they busted open some of the brick and you know now you can just walk freely into the kitchen and sure living room and stuff like that you know? how, how much are they in love but, with that brick Oh, they love the brick. Okay, so then... Um, That's what I do, get rid of the brick. Yeah. Well, then what you could do, though, too, yeah. is put the... Why don't you go over it with uh, with like a one-inch foam or something, to, uh, some kind of insulation board. Then you can wire mesh over uh-huh. top of that. And then, you know how they have just the face brick? That's basically uh-huh. like tiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just do that do that face brick up the wall again, turning it back into brick. But now you've at least created a thermal break. Um, you know, you could go yeah. up to two inch foam if you had the room to be able to do that and then just go over it. But with... it's still, it would still, it would still frost on the inside though. Wouldn't it behind that then? Oh yeah. No, Probably. it's still going to, Oh no, it's still going to do that on the inside. Sure. But you wouldn't see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it, you're not going to stop. You know, I'm not big into covering stuff. I'm not big into covering things up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Make sure you use paperless drywall and metal studs. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, <laughs> right. um, it, you know, the, the air, the humid air from the house is not going to be up against that brick, so it's probably not going to sweat as much. The The thermal oh, break okay. with the insulation board on there is also going to create a barrier. It's going to be cold behind it, and it, it can just stay cold, but you're never going to have the humidity from the house getting to it because you're going to wrap it in the foam board and insulate it or, you know, an air seal it. So I, I mean, right. that's and one way to get you do by take in the, in the corner, there's no way of like cutting it out and maybe, I don't know, foaming it or something or yeah. whatever between the brick and the stud, whatever they attached. I mean, I don't think that'll matter because I think it's the cold is coming through the brick and then because yep. of the heat in the house, it's a, that's where the frost is coming from. Yep. Yeah. The humidity in the house. And, and that's, that's why it's doing yeah. it. But it probably only does it when it gets really, really cold out though. Right. Really, really. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really, 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 really cold. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, it's not good. Right. Right. No, yeah. no. The correct the way is to remove there. the section of wall, take a block out and then it continue the wall into the intersection and insulate it. Oh, I got you. Yeah. You could do that. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much for your help. All right, good luck, Rob. Give me a lot of ideas. Uh-huh. Thanks. Take care. <laughs> all, all bad. Right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, all bad ideas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a tough call. How do you, you know, and, and it's it's something that only happens, you know, when it gets really cold outside. So then it's brick, it's blocked. You're not going to, it's not like it's really going to hurt it that bad. So Right. Uh, you, no, it's just one of those things. It's just stupid. Yeah. Somebody just cut corners. Yeah, or or didn't think about it. You know, it's just they just built the the addition on because 
That's what they were told to do. They weren't they weren't told to, by the architect to air seal it and put a thermal break in there so that that way they that problem wouldn't happen. You know, so it's the way it goes. Yes, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted to say that I had been missing some emails from Klein Tools, like the hard hat one. Okay. That they want you to test out some hard hats. But um, there was an email about those cooling towels uh-huh. that Klein is now coming yes, out with. I saw those. And I just wanted to mention those. Those are awesome. Rich, have really? you ever used one of those cooling towels? I do not, but the boss does. And it's and what is that? Explain. It's just a, a towel that it's some kind of goofy fabric that holds moisture. You wet it down, put it around your neck, and you can work outside in the heat for a lot longer. Yeah, it's keeps the temperature nice and cool. There are some that have the little beads in there that the beads, um, when you wet it, the beads expand a little bit and it's a gel in there and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But they are awesome things. And then anywhere you go, you could just recool it by just re-wetting it. And now you can have one with a little Klein Tool logo on it. Do they make a hat out of that material? No, but they make, um, uh, hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. Oh, fudge buckets. Uh oh. <sighs> Two minutes. I have no to no pressure. Go into the sun. Ninety seconds. I, it was a headband or something. Hold oh, on. did they? Let me see what it was. Because I was just curious. You know, when you get up on a, uh, you're outside. Uh, it in was the a sun. bandana. Okay. That's what it was. A cooling towel and a bandana. Yeah. Special cooling technology keeps the material cooler than the air temperature. Stays cool for hours. Activates in under a minute. Multi-use product can be reactivated several times. Machine or hand wash. And then you can have the cooling bandana. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I guess that would be, you know, Don has one that he just ties around yeah. his neck, kind of. Yeah. But in the. Th- so he looks like a bandit then. Yes. He looks. <laughs> and that's why I like it. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. here, see nice. this guy in the picture here uh-huh. with the Klein Tools yeah. bandana that he just, you know, wraps around his forehead. Uh-huh. That's a good idea because not only would it keep you cool, but it would yeah. keep the sweat from, from dripping into your eyes. Yes. So that's why my shirts get all dirty right here because I'm constantly going like that, I'm wiping my. You have yeah. To. Yeah. And when you put sunscreen on your face and then what? it sweats into your eyes. It's sunscreen. What's yes. rich? What's sunscreen? Do you use sunscreen? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. I don't use it. If you right. don't, you'll end up with problems. Yeah. All right. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. I've had lies. Oh, my goodness. Not just one. Thousands of lies. Really? Now the couch is lies. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live. Mightyhouse.net, tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There you go. All right. And uh, with that, we were talking hats and sunscreen there. Yes. And you know what? Here you go. You can just buy the scarf thing. Oh, the tail part? Right. And just attach it to any hat that you already have. Oh. Right. 
You tuck it up in there and just throw it on. Well, this shows... uh, And is that that cooling stuff then? No, but that's what they need. Yeah. This shows, it says, hook and loop tab connects to back strap. Velcro. (laughs) It's not Velcro. They're using hook and loop. Because... It's not made by Velcro. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I ran across, a buddy of mine sent me this... This, this new product that he found that's supposed to help with reflective <laughs> heat. And you, you spray it on the backside of your attic. You go in your room. You, you, come on. What are you laughing about? You already know, right, Robbie? I don't know. It just... It already sounds goofy. So you go in your attic and you spray this paint stuff on, the, on all your rafters and on the plywood at the backside of your roof. Just spray it all down and it mm-hmm. magically reduces the heat in your attic by... What, 20 or 30? 15. 15 degrees? 15%. 15%. Wow. That's a huge so, difference. Yeah, so, well, the so this is a spray paint. It's silver in nature. Uh-huh. Um, the thing is, when you go and look at the Energy Star, Energy Star product certification, uh-huh. upon application, the initial solar reflectance is 0.81, uh-huh. 81%. Solar reflect, reflectance after three years, 64%. So in three years, it degrades by 20%. Uh-huh. In six years, probably more than that. Uh-huh. However. However. If you're looking to do something like that, we use LP Tech Shield, mm-hmm. which is radiant barrier plywood. Right. Solar reflectance is 97%. And I've used it. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And then how, how, what's... What what's the how much is how how good is it after three years? About ninety seven percent. So again, if you live in a house in the south, you know, and you're trying to save some money on your energy bills, I'll be honest. It does that the spray might work, uh huh. But there's a lot of other products that are out there that are better, that are more better. They make foil face cardboard that you just stick right between the rafters and yep, yep. Or you could cut the you know you get the foil faced foam. The one-inch foam or the half-inch foam board, mm-hmm. cut that into 14-and-a-half-inch wide strips and just stick it in between each rafter, and you could just yeah. push it right in there. Well, most home stores, you can buy the metal bars. They're not even bars, but just the metal rod. Yeah. And are pre-cut, and it's just it's to hold it in place. Yep. But if you use the baffles, they're actually usually made like 15 inches mm-hmm. so that they bow a half-inch, right. and that gives you your venting then. Correct. So... There's lots of ways to do it, but that's harder. It's so nice to take a five-gallon pail of stuff and spray it on your roof and think you're going to save money. But this is on the backside of your roof, too. This is in the attic. All reflective barriers are supposed to be on the warm side. Yes. Yes. Like when we do the plywood roof, it goes on the inside. Uh Uh-huh. I kind of don't know why, but I'm pretty sure a smarter person did a test. Sure. So it goes, that that radiant barrier, when you're putting the plywood down, the silver part's going down towards the attic? Yes. Or it's going up towards the... Nope, down towards the attic. Okay. And that's the way it's supposed to be installed. Okay. But like I said, it seems strange. You would think you'd want it on the outside, right? Why heat right. up the plywood? Exactly. But it, that's the way it goes. It, it goes in there. Yes, Rob. Because then we spray foam over the top of that, and you used to have to use a primer because uh, it wouldn't stick. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found a better sun hat shield thing. Oh, yeah? Yes. It goes over your hard hat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
So it looks like a sombrero. Okay, so it's turning your hat into a sombrero. You know those frisbees now that people come out with that they're like mesh and you uh-huh. can fold them up. So it looks kind of like that. It looks like you took a big mesh frisbee, Rich. Right. You cut mm-hmm. a hole in it. You pulled it over your hard hat, and then halfway around is a mesh curtain. Uh huh. So I guess the mesh would give you a little more sun protection than nothing. Sure. But then it keeps you cool. I really like this. Yeah, that turns your your hard hat into a sombrero, though. Would you wear this? Mm-hmm. You said you want one. I thought it'd be nice to have it. I wouldn't wear it all the time. Are you going to make <clears> him <throat> wear an urban sombrero? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Look at <gasps> this one. I like this one's my favorite one. Uh-huh. You are on radio, you know. <laughs> well, I'm describing it. You know, I said the flexible Frisbee thing. Sure. So what's this? Okay, one? this one goes over the baseball. Regular baseball hat. Cap also. So again, it's like the long curtain that goes behind. Uh-huh. But... There's an elastic strap and it goes over the top. But then it, of it, your cap. But then you can't see my John Deere tractor logo on the front because that strap will go across. So it. that strap, Rich, it's an elastic band that kind of goes over the front, <laughs> but it's small. It looks like maybe a half inch thick. So it's only going. And then this is perfect because you don't have to worry about the Velcro, you know, attaching. Uh-huh. You just take this if it's you keep it in your glove compartment. If it's a hot day, you just flip this over your baseball cap. Got it. Do you always have a baseball cap with you? Yes. At, at least one. I think I normally have two in, okay, the, I'm in gonna the truck. Okay, I'm going to find this because this is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, the, the sombrero thing, I just don't know about, I think it'd be fun, but, you know, sombrero seems like it would just get in the way. It's too big. You'd be bumping into stuff all the time. Doesn't it, Rich? I yes. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, it says. I have a hard time with baseball caps even yeah. just because the bill, uh-huh. you, you walk into stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not all the time, but, but, but trust me, on a job site, it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, when things, I just flash back to when I was in a closet one time. Uh-huh. Must have been doing something for Ron and oh, stood God. up and almost knocked myself out. Uh-huh. You Every, need a hard hat. Yes. I do. Okay, so when things heat up, you take this Microsoft, I'm sorry, the soft microfiber fabric, yep. and you dunk it in the water. Right. And then it's going to cool the back of your neck, too. Sure. <gasps> oh, this is nice. All right, it just see. fits over the crown. Okay, I have to find out there how to goes. get you one of these. Talk amongst yourselves. All right, we got, uh, let's see, let's go back to the phones here. Is it, um, hang on a second. Do we have, is it Will that you've got on three? Hold, please. Uh, Will from Skokie. He's okay. talking about reflective insulation. Oh, yeah. Hey, Will, you're, you want to talk about that reflective insulation. Are you hey, there? how you doing? Hey. Uh, yeah. Just little, little, little physicists joining in. Okay. If you have reflective insulation, and like you're, you know, you're talking about your, uh, your uh, foil-faced foam. Right. And you, um, you, if, you, if, if it touches the underside of the roof, it's no longer reflecting. It's conducting, and that's the problem with these reflective insulation things, is they don't take into account that if it's in contact with something, it's no longer reflecting. Okay? Got it. You've turned, or turned the reflectiveness to emissivity uh, from a thermal point of view, and so it, it doesn't do anything. So that's why, uh, that's why Rich is told to install it facing down into the attic, because then it's exposed. Well, then you're reflecting your heat from your house back into your house. 
Huh. I don't know. Okay. If, 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 the, the way the shiny side should be, there always should be a cap. Oh, I got it. Gap. So, yeah. so, so if we're going to cut those, so if we're going to cut those panels and put them between each rafter, they should be down like an inch away from the from the roof sheathing. Right, exactly. But then, then you're just going to heat up your your plywood, and it's going to, you know, eventually start a fire, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, well, cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate the phone call, bud. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. Yes, Rich. No. Nah. No. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, but the reflective barriers. This- I know that when we use that on houses, I can be in two houses under construction, and the one with the radiant barrier plywood, yeah, is twenty to thirty degrees cooler, and we haven't even put windows in the house, things like that. You know what I mean? Right. It works. It yes, and. Is that an upgrade then on the homes that you're building, or is that uh, a we do it to make energy conservation code? Okay. So by doing certain things, because um, our windows, all right. So part of the energy conservation code is you're not supposed to have more than twenty percent windows based on the floor area. Okay. Right. So two thousand square foot house should not have more than four hundred square feet of windows. You do more than that. I'm going to assume. the sliders we put in the back of the houses <laughs> are twelve feet tall, twenty feet long. Yeah. So there's your right there. We're almost over our windows. Right. So we have to do other things to improve that number so that we can get away with what we do. And it's, it does suck because even though we're putting all that window in there, Two minutes. it's all under truss. Sure. So it's not ever in the sun. So there is no solar load from it. So those should be excluded, but there's no way in the uh, energy calcs to exclude those. Huh. They give us a credit for shading, but okay. it's not enough. Right, right. So anyway, no, it, but it works out pretty good. Yeah. And so putting that, um, so, okay, so now let's talk, you're using that in Florida. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are your, should we be using that in northern climates then? Probably not. It wouldn't hurt those few days in the summer, but you don't have enough solar load on your attic to, to warrant it. So it may be... Part of June, Arizona. July, August, you're, yeah. you need it. But beyond that, then the rest of the time, you actually want to have that solar heat. Exactly. Down. Middle of winter, when it's sunny out, you don't want to be reflecting it back. You'd really like to, to warm the it. attic. Yeah. So, yeah, depending on the time of year. And it's not like you can turn it on or off. It's either on or it's off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's tough. The and company- it's actually, it's like 29 bucks a sheet. You know what I mean? So, you're not talking like huge upgrade for it. Yeah. The company's gone. The company's gone. Like all the links yeah. to this product are all gone, and you go to their website. Gone. Dang! I so, really was going to order. So you Klein one. Tools needs to start. Just a little band. Yeah. Boom. Curtain. Band. Duh. Boom. Done. done. That's it. You're cool. I am cool. We'll be back this right after this. Is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm gonna find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on... uh, YouTube Live right now, brought to you in part by 
Mr. Floor, $99closing.com, and Mag Erad. Nice. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Oh, you go right to mightyhouse.net. Go to the Contact Us page. Just put in your first and last name, your email address. Click on Boom Done. And if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, which is the uh, circuit tester. It's a circuit breaker finder deal. So you plug circuit this. Circuit breaker finder deal? Yeah, you plug this deal into the outlet, and then you go down to the circuit breaker, and it goes, dee, 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 dee. And you know what breaker it is. You click, turn it off. Instead of having or, to turn everything on. Or label on, it. Well, yeah, but then you label it and you're done, you know, once you do all that. So there you go. So oh, we have phone calls too, don't we? Yes, oh, we do. It's uh, Ken. Is that it? Ken from Elmers. Yeah. You're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Oh, no problem. Uh, you know, I've got a, a, a shower that has epoxy grout on the tile on the floor, and I can never seem to get it clean, you know, like I like it to. Is there something I can use that would help? And you're trying to get the epoxy off of the tile, correct? No, no. No, I'm just trying to clean it. It's just, I don't know, whatever. You know, I use the normal tile cleaner stuff, and it just doesn't seem to work. Oh, the, you can't get the grout clean? Right. Okay. So have you tried the, the little, the, this, uh, the steam units? There's a steam. There's a steam cleaners that you can you can buy, and, and they're, or you can rent them too. I guess if you went to a rental supply house, but I think they're under a hundred bucks for the smaller handheld uh, steam units. Yeah, that's pretty unusual for epoxy oh, okay. grout. Yeah, um, the epoxy usually does not stain or catch anything. That's that's kind of strange. It's like kind of the point of using it, right? Well, is it stained or is it dirty? Because you were saying use a steam cleaner. Well, no, it's dirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, but if, if it get if the dirt gets down into the grout, it's a, and it's a sanded grout. A lot of times, it's still hard to get out. And if you use one of the uh, baking soda, baking soda might and a work. toothbrush. Yeah, or you could use a steam cleaner, like I said, or you know, that's but, the rinse. Yes, that's how the missus does ours. What's that? Uses the baking soda, uh-huh. scrub it, and then go over it with the shark. Okay, see, there you go. I've done everything, as you know. I've had this issue for a long time. And um, hardware stores sell a paint pen. Yeah. And you could paint it white. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. How long? Mm, A while. I I don't know exactly, but it did work for a while. Yeah. You know, and then. So does it work right over the mold and mildew? Well, you'd want to clean the mold and mildew away first. But I didn't. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it works right over the mold and mildew. But it's like, you know, taking white out, uh-huh. the old white out. So you can go get a little paint thing at the hardware store. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie's the professional. So baking soda. Yeah. Try baking soda. Yeah. Baking soda is probably the best. Just get the little pen. Try that. But... Yep. No, you don't want to paint it. All right. And you have to repaint it and repaint you it. You can. Yeah, I'm right. just saying you can. Yeah. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate the phone call, bud. I have a comment. First of all, Rich, you can... <laughs> Second of all, so I got a text the other day from a neighbor and said, I was listening to the Dave Ramsey show. Uh He's like, are you a radio star? I'm like, "Um, sure, whatever. Right. 
And he just texted and said, this is awesome. <laughs> wow. I want to call in. Ben, call in. Just wow. 877-711-5611. <clears throat> just call in. You could just say hello. Sure. You could talk to us. You were listening to Dave Ramsey? Tell us how you were listening to Dame, Dave Ramsey and you heard me. Oh, probably because it probably commercial. heard commercial break. Dave Ramsey's on during the week, I think. Right, but I'd like to know from, how. From you noon know. to three or something like that, somewhere in there. What embarrassing clip there was about me, because it's always <laughs> altimeter, altimeter. Yeah, it'd be one of those. It'd be. <gasps> I'm sure it is. I don't care. I don't care. I've, yep. I, my skin has gotten tough from you, too. What? From us? It's not our fault, Rich, is it? Maybe. 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 <laughs> It is funny, you know, do you ever see like those shows like, what would you tell yourself, you know, or yeah. what would you tell kids? I would say, you know what? Nobody cares. Right. You know, yeah. people don't care what you're wearing. I mean, you know, when you're a 13 well, year old does. girl, well, yeah. you know, but don't let it bother you. It doesn't matter. You know what? You, I don't care that I say words wrong. I'm not embarrassed. You well, know, my wife doesn't... wouldn't go to uh, brunch with me last Sunday. Because I had I had shorts on that had caulk stains and they were ripped and tattered at the bottom and then my shirt had paint on it, mm-hmm. so it looked like you were working. Yeah, and then so? I, and then I had had you know just work boots on. Yeah, and then you shorts. go into the store and a, and the millennials will pay a hundred bucks for a pair of shorts like that because it looks <laughs> like they had a job. Right? See, but it's and, like but she wouldn't go to the she was I'm or they'll take less with. money for a better title. Yeah, I'm not going to be. But seen you, with you don't care. You know, no, that's the point, you know, <laughs> like, okay, I don't fine. care where I walk in and you know what I'm wearing or, uh, you know, I used to do the whole makeup every day and face paint, and you all know, that. all that kind of stuff. And now I'm like, you know, maybe I should, but I don't <laughs> care, you know, if I'm going out somewhere, that's why my eyes are burning today. Cause we went out to see a concert last night yeah. and I had makeup on and I slept with it because I got home late and I had to get up early and now my what eyes are, you go see Whitey Morgan. Where? Joe's in Rosemont. Okay. Um, Don likes to, sometimes we do like surprise mystery date. Oh. And uh, he had bought these tickets a while ago and it was a country guy and he was awesome. It was like with a steel guitar and they all had like, you know, the gruff, they were not young, handsome (laughs) men, you know, it was a bunch of, and as much as I don't like drinking. Uh Uh-huh. Or advocating it, uh-huh. you know, it was kind of like a drinking kind of, you know, another song about drinking and hard living and Waylon and, you know, Johnny Cash kind of, that uh-huh. kind of stuff was really good. But anyway, um, yeah, so I actually, this is what I wore. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, this is the outfit I wore yesterday to the bar. Uh-huh. And I'm looking around at all the cute girls in their cowboy boots uh-huh. and their short shorts, you uh-huh. know, and all dolled up. When I left the house, uh-huh. I thought this was okay. Uh, and? It wasn't. Because, <laughs> again, I'm like, I don't care, whatever. I don't even own those clothes anymore. Sure. You know, but I actually... You know Daisy Dukes? Maybe. <laughs> um, special occasion. Uh, but too much information. I know. Uh-huh. Too much oh, information. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so Ben is saying, um, oh, my neighbor's dog, this is his question, Eight seven. I told you the number eight seven 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 one one five six one one. And he says his neighbor's dog has been peeing on his white fence. How do you get that cleaned, Ben? It's not my dog. 
I will tell you, <laughs> it's not my job. But you just have to, in my opinion, you just have to wash that area because they're only peeing there because your dogs must have peed there. Right. And Liam, hello. Um, but but the problem is that's going to stain and soak into the wood, and that smell is going to be there. You're not going to get rid of it. Is your fence wood? I think I'm asking Ben. Yeah. I think it's like that, like plasticky stuff. Oh well, it, that could still that the smell could still get into the PVC into the cells of the PVC yeah. if it's a PVC fence. But I think just once a dog pees in one spot, you're done. They go over and over. Oh and over. yeah. Oh yeah. Just like when you rip out carpet in a house, you know, you, you get a buy a new house, you rip the carpet out, and you'll see the stains. Right in the same spot, because the dogs go right back there, even with new carpet on it. It's vinyl. Is it going to go into vinyl? Soak into vinyl? It shouldn't. Yeah, I would just say scrub the area really, really, really well, because maybe your dog's peed on it. I mean, his dogs are in the yard, so the other dog is probably just walking by to mark the spot, right? It could be, but they keep peeing in the same spot? Peeing in the same spot. Okay, so then what? the other thing you can do is uh, right above the ground... Just run an electrical wire all the way around? No. Yeah, and then you bring no. up... No? No. For like an electric fence? No. Okay. She's not letting us do that, Rich. Shocking. <laughs> It'll only happen once. Ben, if that's me, let me know. I don't think Loki does that. Just. Uh-huh. But you got your own <laughs> show going here. Well, it's... Well, I don't know why he didn't call. Right. He must be driving and texting. Is... Oh, sure. That's a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot better. But no, you know, you could put up, scrub it really well, and then put something to block that spot because you have to get them out of the habit. Once they're out of the habit. An electric fence. That's my understanding, right? An electric electric wires six inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Call us next week. Let us know how it goes. Sure. Or if you want me to help scrub your fence, I could do that. Yeah, I, and I don't know uh, really what you could scrub that with to clean it up so that they don't come back to that same spot again. Well, there's all just, kinds of those. I would just put wolf urine on it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but once you put that on there, as soon as it rains, that washes away. I tried that. Okay. So it's got to be something permanent that you could leave there all the time, that a, like a wire... That, Oil-based paint. Yeah. What did you say? But it's a vinyl-based paint. But it's a vinyl. Uh, it's a vinyl fence. You think it's still soaking in? No. It's probably the grass. Oh, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. in the grass. Sure. And the dogs probably—they're probably all going back and forth. His dogs are going there. Their right. dog—they're both fighting over the space. Yeah, so you just marking, have to block right. it off. Yeah. For exactly. a little bit. Put a rock there so they pee on the rock. Exactly. Block it off from the inside too. Sure. All right, we'll take a quick break. We're going to back, come back and close the show up next. Right. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. And I feel real good because I'm a craftsman. And not a killer. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. 
You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And with that, uh, do you have that list handy, uh, Rich? Well, maybe I've uh, got it here. Of the uh, the new show, the new stations that just picked us up this week. That's so exciting, by the way. They're in Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. That's right. Yeah, one's Waynesville. Uh-huh. And then the other one I forgot. I think it's Springfield. Yes. I think yes. it does cover Springfield, yes. Yep. And that's uh, KJPWAM and uh, KBNN. So uh, welcome to the Mighty House team. Uh, thanks for uh, joining and hanging on with us. Well, and the one station is carrying the two hours live. Sure. So they need to call in. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. And another one, I think uh, that's it. So wait. And then we've, oh, that's right. We've still got Alex on uh, on the line there, too. Uh, oh. You got them up there? Fresh meat, you got it? Okay. Alex, you there? Yep. Hey, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. So I got a question for you. So I'm a younger guy, and uh, I currently work in Detroit. Uh-huh. And all my friends, everybody I know around my age has no interest in it. Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering what you think it is as far as why younger, the younger generations don't want to work in the trades. I think it's excellent for you because you're going to be able to charge top dollar when, when you're in your 30s because nobody else is going to be around to do it. So oh, good point. You are going to be making some serious coin in another 10 or 15 years. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because... How much longer are you going to be doing this, Rich? Another 10 years? Uh, we lost, uh, Rich. Is, can you bring him back up there, Fresh Meat? Rich, are you there? Uh, no, we're not catching him. So anyway, another 10, 15 years, you know, the average person that's out in the field right now is in their 50s and 60s. You're kidding. No. there. You know, there are no younger people going into the trades. So... Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing. The second part is, I think, um, at least from my experience, is that the kids are, uh, the, the younger generation, they didn't grow up with their parents doing this stuff either. You right. Know? So I, I find that right. the, the kids that, that grew up working with their parents around the house, doing chores, um, or, or or actually working with their parents that are happen to be in the trades. Are you back, Rich? I am. Oh, there you are. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Now I got you. Because I'm not just echoing in Zoom now. Now I have it going like five ways because I think the phone line's open. Oh. So, Alex, did you go to a trade school? How did you learn? Um, no, I didn't go to a trade school. Um, I actually grew up working with my dad all See? the way from like, you know, real little, like six or seven. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like did little things with him, you know, like maybe put a nail on a board or something, you know. And then uh, as I got older, I kind of ended up working with family members, and then uh, I ended up getting back into it uh, about a year ago. So people don't even necessarily need to go to a school if they find a mentor. Right. And that's it. So. Yeah, I never went to trade school. I just worked for Doug. (laughs) Doug taught me everything, you know, and then you keep your eyes open and you learn. Yep, that's exactly it. So I don't know how to tell you to get your friends interested in it. Um they have to Easy. have, huh? Make something nice. Yeah. Well, the other tell thing, them the same thing my father told me. You got two choices: go get a job, make ton of money, and pay for everything, or learn how to do lots of stuff. Right. I do lots of stuff. Right. And and I would say 
the way to maybe to intrigue them is that, you know, if you invest that 10 or 15 years, you're going to be making some serious uh, money because a lot of guys are going to be retiring over the next 10, 15 years. And that's, yep. that's going to make the, the labor market even tighter. And those yeah, it's guys going to get worse. And with those guys that actually have the good skills, they're going to be they're they're, they're going to be able to write their ticket. Well, that's also why they only rent. Right. Yeah. So, all right, Alex, we got to close the show, buddy. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks. Thank all you. Right, thanks, so there you go. But we didn't ask. Did Alex say what trade he was in? No, he didn't. He, he just might said, be general remodeling. Yeah, probably or something. So I would tell him while he's young too, just to. Um, Go to junior college, get your associates at least in business management. Yep. Good that point. way when you go your own business, you don't make the dumb mistakes. You know, <laughs> you got, well, that's the big thing. Oh yeah. They don't teach anything in high school worth of crap. No, they're not, so, they're not telling teaching you the life skills, you know, the, the business no, schools. That no, you not need. preparing you for anything. And even history is wrong. Yeah. So they, by at least getting some basic business skills under your belt. Right. When your knees and elbows and your shoulders start to go, you've got a an option to go do something else and and See, that's expand what, the. It's funny when you look back on education. And does anybody out of us three love math? No. Right. No. I mean, I'm but the you girl know what? Yes, it's the only it's the only skill they can teach in school that they can't lie, cheat, or steal. Yep. It it is math it is. cannot be the math can't be changed. Right. But U.S. history that they teach you wrong well literature and, and english that's all sure anyway but it's just writing yeah but yeah mathematics is awesome yeah and yes robbie i was just gonna say paul clark commented mighty house mega midwest <laughs> there you go i like that because we're now in missouri <laughs> uh missouri we're missouri and las vegas too. sure yeah we're out in it's las not vegas not quite midwest but we'll take it sure mighty house well, mega midwest there you go Love no, it. Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri. Yep. Ron Rich Robbie, Mighty House, Mega Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul Clark. There you go. It's the it's the triple R. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, what uh, did Andrew open up? We're in the last segment, and this is like everything is echoed now. Like this is bad. It didn't change anything. Really? Hmm. Huh. 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 <laughs> Well, guess what? The music just started, Rich. The pain right. the pain is over. You're done. Rich, Watch I'll this. switch places with you. You come here, sit in the studio. I'll go in your house, okay? Sure. If it helps. Yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> All right. The podcast of preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Tune in and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You want to plug that book real quick, Robbie? Gentry has escaped. We have to finish part two next week. Look out, Gentry. Look out, Gentry. Who's the author of that book? Andrew's Mommy. Oh, excellent. It's a beautiful book. And a true story. It is. I'll give you a hint. He falls into a swimming pool. No. Go. He just blew the whole thing. It was just a hint. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. The Klein Tool of the Month is the Digital Circuit Breaker Finder with GFI, GFCI Outlet Tester. So you can call in next week and get your name on the list. Or you can send us an email. We'll put you on the list that way, too. The conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. If somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? 
Go to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. First, last name, email address. Click on Boom Done. There you go. Follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. All the show sponsors at MightyHouse.net. Just click on the Mighty House team page. Next week, we got Mr. Floor coming in, so we're going to talk to those guys and see how they're doing, how their summer's uh, getting along. And if they have any young people working there. Yeah. Are they... Sorry, go ahead. We'll have another Mighty House Tip of the Week and Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your calls. Thanks to Karen Kalmick from Green Home Chicago and everybody that called in today. For Trixie, Andrew, Rich Calgill, and Robbie Earhart, and the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until next Saturday. Next Saturday. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.